0: do have a very short time to tell you briefly the toughest moments of those hundred days. Briefly one of the toughest moments was April the 9th at around midday when our captain who came to evacuate us from my house to the hotel stopped us. At one of the streets of Kigali, I was handed a gun, and the captain told me that, listen, you traitor, you are lucky we are not killing you today, but have this gun and kill all of your cockroaches in those two cars. In those two cars, I had my wife, I had my children, and 26 neighbors. We were a group of 32 people. At that time, that was my very first experience in the worst of my life. It took me five minutes to gather my forces and tell him that, listen, you guys, I do understand you. You are thirsty. You are hungry. You are stressed by the war. But do you think that the enemy you are fighting today is this baby? Are you convinced that the enemy you are fighting today is this old man? We dealt for two hours. And after two hours, we were taken to the hotel I gave him what I had promised. That was some money. On, on April 23rd, very early in the morning, the previous night, I had spent my night phoning, sending faxes whenever I couldn't phone, talking to the international community, talking to the generals i knew in the, within the country and i went to sleep at 4 a.m. i was 2 hours later i was working i was woken up with a gun on my head and, and an order from the ministry of defense to get out to turn out all the people who were in the hotel and on april 23rd i had about 800 refugees in the hotel and that, that voice told me that, sir, turn out all the people in this hotel within a half an hour. I told him, I begged him and told, told him that, listen, my friend, these people who are here are refugees. If I tell them to go, I'll tell them that they are going where? Who is taking them? How is he taking them? What security has been organized for them? He told me, I'm sorry, did you really understand what I meant. I said, maybe no, your message is not decoded. He told me, tell them to go as they came. Now I had decoded the message. It was very early in the morning to call anyone in Europe. It was too late in America because it was midnight. I only had to rely on the generals within the country. After within the 30 minutes, I had, to, I, I had to do all I could and I had the, the assistant general chief of staff of the General Marie who came and picked those guys out. The whole hotel was surrounded by killers, in mili- some of them in military uniforms, with the armored cars, some of them in, the civilian, in the civilian uniforms, others with machetes, with guns, with any weapon one can think of. On May the 2nd, the, the in the night, I had to take one of the toughest, if not the toughest decision in my life. Then the following day, we were supposed to evacuate some people, a few people from the hotel. And I had to convince my wife, to tell my wife that, listen, tomorrow you are going to be evacuated. And when I said that, my wife and children told me, we, how about you? I told them, that. listen, my dears. If I leave this hotel and these people are are killed today, I will never be a free man in my life. I have to listen to my conscience. And my conscience has told me not to live with you tomorrow, the following day, the evacuation was done and I saw my wife and children leaving the hotel. That was ever the toughest decision of my life. On June 17th I met in the morning, I knew that people were being killed at the, Saint, in the Saint-Familier church which was about 500 meters just even, even, not about half a mile, or even not, from the hotel, and that day, that morning, 150 people have been killed. I met the mayor of Kigali and told him that listen, my friend, I need soldiers to come and protect this hotel. He told me that listen, Paul, I don't have soldiers to come to give to give you and come and protect the hotel. Well. I told him that, listen, one day you and I will face history. When that day will come to face history, are you sure that the answer you are giving me is the one you will give to history? He looked at me and didn't tell me anything and left. All of that time was a wrong process. We had a lot of tough experiences. Dr. Kushner happened to come to Rwanda and saw what was was going on. We went through a very tough experience. I don't have too much time. I I could tell you much more. But thank you very much for listening to me for this few time I had. Thank you.